0: Paranormal perception is a full bodied apparition summoned by. 22 Creations Multimedia NLC. Taking a look at the unseen world
1: around us
0: a world of shadows,
2: unheard
0: whispers.
3: I see you. Restless souls.
0: Strange creatures.
2: i watching you.
0: We'll explore these topics and more.
2: <laughs> Not
0: for answers. It is called the unknown for a reason.
2: Come and find me.
0: By the end of this episode. You'll have a new perception on the paranormal. I'm watching Paranormal Perception with Henry San Miguel. And welcome to Paranormal Perception, the second part of the memorial, the tribute show. For Doug Carnahan. Honestly, it's a two-parter, but we could have done a 10, 20, even 30 part day. That's how many people have reached out and, and, and missed Doug already and love him and, and they were mentored. and Because and Doug just touched so many people in, in his life and, and, and it's obvious to see and all the people that have reached out and say, I want to be a part of it, I want to be a part of it. But the the people that you've heard in the first part and the people you're going to hear in this one, we we really had a very a special connection to Doug. The The last person you hear... For obvious reasons, you'll see when it, who it is, when you hear who it is, you'll see why. And uh, I'll just say, get your tissues ready, because I, I dare you to keep a dry eye as you're listening. But let's start off with friends who have been here before. We've done Paracons, where they've been on the show uh, a, a few times. And so if, to you regular listeners, you're going to recognize them. That's Jay and Marie Yates. I have a link to everything that they do, and we'll talk about that towards the end. But first, let's talk everything Doug Carnahan. Jay Marie, welcome back to the show thank Hello. you for having us thank, thanks for coming on so so i mean i we're sad i know but this is we're gonna make it a celebration of doug's life we, we tears might come out as we're talking as we're laughing because we have a lot of great memories with him but let, let, let's start there first of all with you, with i've asked everybody that that's come on with with both of you because we never really talked about that we, we were just we were just friends we knew, we knew doug but how long did you guys know doug
1: I think the better part of a decade, yeah, I think.
3: About question. a decade or so now. I, think, I mean, uh, it started out like, uh, first, um, we all, uh, conventions like para, uh, like the Comic-Cons and like all these other horror ones. Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi and all that, but we no one would let us get our foot into a Paracon. Um, but we started talking um, to Doug, um, like over the internet, we met him somewhere, and then all of a sudden, he was the first one.
1: He was the first person that gave the Yates the shot at the paranormal conference. Yeah. And he gave gave us the platform. He gave us an hour speaking spot. And, you know, we were, we, we kind of spilled our hearts in that hour and, and, and shortly thereafter uh, we realized we kind of in a side conversation, you know, Doug being an extreme, he's like, you know what you guys are, right? And I said, "Um, what? And he's like, you guys are haunted survivors. Um, And uh, we've kind of kept that title since. And uh, technically
3: that, that, well, when we when, all you, hear, when you hear
1: us talking about haunted survivors, I mean, that's definitely coming from Doug Carnahan himself, you know, and, and then, you know, uh, we kind of connected at levels that, you know, um, you know, that just, uh, I'll, I'll never forget, you know, I mean, him being able to identify with what we were going through and what we continue to go through, you know,
3: it was like a mentor thing, and he did get
1: understanding, you know, yeah. that, that fellowship was, that truly understood. I mean, we've all been haunted. and We've all had haunted experiences, but, um, Doug and, and, and ourselves, like we, we definitely shared in like some crazy. We bonded
3: stuff. and within the last like five years, it's more and less a family. It's
1: been, yeah, um,
3: yeah, absolutely. I will honestly say he was my second dad. I lost my dad, um, my real dad and he sort of took over and he told me he was going to take it over for me. So
1: he did. He's still around. I know that for sure.
0: When you guys met Doug, let's go back to, to that, that, when you first met him, you obviously knew other people in the paranormal community. You've been on TV shows before, so you were familiar with a lot of paranormal people, but what was it about Doug that stood out to you guys from everybody that you've met before?
1: I think the genuineness for me, I mean, the fact that he was just so genuine and just so honest and just so caring Uh, And so humble. I mean, many of you see, well, Doug, you know, he's made his rounds on TV and and in the public eye and at the convention scenes and whatnot. Um, But Doug never carried an ego, you know? And and I always admired that about Doug and the fact that, you know, um, he was pretty well known in the paranormal community. We've noticed how even more so now, unfortunately with his passing, but um, you know, it's like, he always was very humble about it. That never was like, that never, some people kind of take that as like, you know, they're different or they're on a different level. Doug, no, man. He, he was he was, it was Doug, man. You he know?
3: didn't pretend. A lot of times in this field, people are like friends, but they're sort of like your fake friends in a way how to say that. Doug yeah. didn't do that. Doug was real from the beginning, and it was just in those hugs.
1: Yeah. And I laughed. at. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I Man, I'll never I, and I and I, and I just think about that all the time, and it makes me laugh and
3: his smile his little ear, whoo, to ear,
1: his little whoop that he would do all the time. I mean, I do that because he he's the one that got that in my brain, so now oh I'm my like permanently like walking around like Doug making these noises and stuff. And I just think about him every day, and um, you know, it's it's tough. It's it's definitely not been easy, and working side by side with his uh, daughter, and you know helping you know make arrangements and stuff has made it even more difficult we're just blessed and to be there to to help you know so
0: I've noticed that about um, I guess we can call them celebrities quote unquote in the in the paranormal world because I've I've been with what I do I've been lucky enough to meet Doug of course And Zaf has has been on here. You guys know him also. And and now Patty Negri and all three of them. I've met Zach. I've had him on the show a few times also. I mean, Zach, he's also humble in his own Zach way. He's loud. He's he's got a big personality, obviously, for TV. But he's also a very humble guy if you really get to know him. But I've noticed that that's the thing about everybody who's been doing this for a long time. One, I think it's because similar to like you guys were saying, I remember you told me that story, Jay. uh, I think it was Phoenix Comic Con where you first went. And did did your thing? Was it that one?
1: Well, the one of the ones where uh, too many people showed up, and I freaked out and almost ran out the door.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that one. Yeah. Um. This, but the the same thing there is when people go there, and you're and you're a fan of comic books and and sci-fi and Star Wars and Star Trek, you're considered kind of weird. Kind of the same thing, maybe times a hundred with the paranormal thing. You couldn't talk about it. About you can now. It's more accepted, but you couldn't talk about it before, and it was kind of taboo right. to talk about the dead. So I think because of that, that's what they understand that they've went through it more than we did. They being like Patty and and and, and Doug, and, and and now that they understand that, that everybody's you know kind of little nervous coming into a paracon and letting people know, hey, I believe in the dead. I've heard the dead. They welcome you, and and, and I love seeing that. That's also what what made me feel like family with Doug right away when when I first met because I only knew him for. About three, almost four years, uh, but you know, it felt like I knew knew him forever. So, so yeah. let's let's get to the fun part. You know, again, again, we're not going to keep it sad. Mm-hmm. I know the tears might come out because <laughs> that's just how we are. But talk about some of your favorite favorite dug memories.
1: <laughs> oh god, so many. Oh
3: god, there is a lot.
1: Oh my gosh. I
3: will say one of my favorite ones is um, we have an autistic son that you you I know you know of. Uh-huh. and uh Doug came over to our house, and we had our autistic son there, and well, my autistic son will just blurt out whatever, and and usually, we're like, have to like, okay, you got to. You know, we don't bring him around as people will probably say other things, but Doug, he, I mean, he just was like in the back, son, in the car, yeah. in the car just like, going crazy with
1: him he was just like and i know, was like and i'm like oh, i'm so sorry doug and he's like no i'm having the best time of my life <laughs> was like, and my son's talking about like inappropriate like off the wall topics you know and you know like body functions and, and doug was and, just, and doug, joining and, in. And Doug's just joining in and he's just, and it was so it was it, it felt good to us and it warmed our hearts just knowing like you know holy cow like i mean he
3: accepted know, our yeah. son and but went, at
1: the same time it was hilarious seeing this grown-ass man with my my autistic side and them having this as well and they were
3: back there making the most weirdest noises
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but, but no that was actually that actually is one of my favorites as well that's actually
3: <laughs> I mean you don't you don't get that I mean he was so real that he honestly and so he had the biggest heart he really did and or
1: Doug saying he was so pretty when we were in tombstone and he was wearing like a purple oh IP, my goodness cowboy hat a Yeah. cowboy hat and stuff and
3: yeah, Dancing around. Pretty- I actually had some pictures of him
1: with a hat yeah that, yeah. that was good times too man. like oh my god all the time I mean we, we always had fun together I mean whether we were just like hanging out or going to dinner together or we were out like you know ghost hunting or investigating or I mean maybe doing sharing a film project together or something like it was always it was always fun he always made it like interesting <laughs> and kind of weird sometimes you know but like that was just him he just it's just how it was you know um yeah god yeah I'm gonna miss that
3: I know I am going to miss all of our road trips. We were actually planning a road trip. Yeah, we were. It's, I, we're going to actually take Christine. Yeah. We're going to take Christine with us on this we're road
0: still trip. We're
3: going to do it, Doug. We're going
0: to still do it, Bappy. So. Yeah, so he'll still be there. Uh, uh, but actually, I, I never asked you guys this, and I don't think Doug ever told me either, but when, when, what was the first Paracon you guys did with him?
1: Uh, the first Paracon that we did with him was uh, Yuma Prison, uh, territorial prison uh, in Yuma, Arizona. Um, and that's where we met, uh, Doug and pretty much his whole tribe. And I say tribe, you know, just the, the closeness that he shared with all these people. Um, and I, well, I remember that too. Like that was like, I remember seeing that it was the first time I ever saw, I mean, we talked about paranormal unity a lot. Right. And we talked about all this stuff and, you know, I, I'm not going to get into whether I'm for it or not or whatever, but I mean, that's the closest to unity that I've I had ever seen to that point. And, and the unity came not from, everyone like always investigating together. The unity came from, it was like a, a fellowship amongst all these people from all these different places. And everybody was like connected and everyone treated each other like family. And, you know, here we were these new people coming into the scene and, you know, they're, everyone was so accommodating of us and, you know, and, and just kind of took another one of good friends of Doug's, uh, Stefan, you know, like, you know, meeting him and, you know, Scott Groomwald is where we first met him and all these different people that we all see and love at all these paranormal conferences and stuff. Barry was
3: there. Barry, yeah. I was like, there's just, I mean, to be honest with you, the way, if anyone's got to ever go to one of Doug's um, Paracons, you'll know what I mean. It's a big family reunion.
1: Yeah, it's not Um, like... It's it's not
3: just just like, oh, you're going to an event, you're doing it, and you know, don't me wrong, a lot of events are fun and everything. His were like, it's a family reunion, Um, and... We were the first one, that was our first one, and we felt like family, right? Like, immediately, we're like, this is
1: what we were missing in the paranormal is because we were kind of just like loners on a desert island out here in Arizona, but then that opened up the flood that to a lot of our success and connections that we had after that is by meeting Doug and his family, you know, out there at that paranormal conference and it just kind of opened up um, so many different windows and opportunities. And um, so I always tell people like, you know, newbies coming in, like go to these conferences and stuff. And I know last year we had our first annual Vulture City Paranormal Conference and it was just like, Honestly, like people kept thanking us for it, and everyone should have been thinking Doug because Doug's the one that really kind of showed us to what, what to look for in a, in a good paranormal conference that will be long lasting. You know, he's the one that kind of like showed that to us, and that's what we try to make today with our own Parapon is uh, like a family get together, yeah. and you know, yeah. everyone to feel cool. welcome, and you know, we hope that that continues for many years, hopefully.
0: Yeah, that, that, I was telling you guys earlier that that's what I'm going to miss the most about about Doug not being here, uh, at least not physically. I, I I know he'll find a way. Doing what we do, he'll find a way to contact us and say, "Hey, I'm here." You know, he'll we'll hear the or, or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, that's that's what I'm going to miss about about Doug not being here because I was I was literally the new kid because I I'm not an investigator, I'm not a psychic or a medium. Or I just I just do a show where I talk about paranormal events and, and talk to you guys who are, who are experienced in the field so me more than anybody i i really am the outsider but every, in his in his conventions i was always welcome like family especially when i met you two and, and doug and christine so the whole family and and, and everybody uh because I, I i did a few other ones i was invited to some other ones i'm not going to mention names but not not all of them were very welcoming i'll just put it that way but when you when you when you go to Doug's, yeah, he he always said that it's like a family reunion, and it did it did feel like that because it's people that even if you only see them once a year, it it doesn't matter. It, it's like you 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 know, it is a family reunion, and you, and you see your, your your cousin, your this, your crazy uncle. Yeah. Yep. We were all it's there. Right? Homecoming, you know? Yeah, everybody was there. So that's one of the big things that I'm going to miss about not having uh, Doug around anymore. So um, for you for both of you guys, you've kind of said it a little bit, but. What is the biggest thing that you're going to always remember Doug for, the biggest takeaway, the biggest thing you learned from him?
1: One thing I learned from Doug was uh, patience and um, tolerance of ignorant people. Um, In this field (laughs) and, and doing television like Marie and I have and sometimes being in the limelight or whatever, like, uh, you get you get, you get get a lot of great feedback. You really do. But sometimes you get some really hard critics, and sometimes it hurts, you know. Um, Doug was one of those people that, like, really taught me just, like, you know, just keep on going, you know, and don't take it personal. You, you know why you're in it. Keep doing it. Um, he was kind of like, uh, you know, like a life coach <laughs> in a lot of ways for me. He was like my Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know. Like, I could go to Doug and be like, hey, I got this case. I got this going on. Um, you know, what do you think, you know, and he would be on it for me. If he didn't have the answer, he'd set you up with somebody that'd be able to provide that answer for you. Um, But more than anything, dude, I'm just going to miss those, those conversations just about life and just, just being around him and just hearing his crazy laugh and, you know, his <laughs> weird noises and stuff he'd make and, you know, just, uh, just laughing with him. And he just had such a great laugh and um he had a great energy about Doug. Doug would walk into a room and, you know, he just, he walking into places with confidence. like He owned the place, you know, and uh, I, I'll miss that. I'll, I'll absolutely miss that.
3: Mine, mine would be, I mean, that is good thing about it with him. I will say that, what Jay said, but mine was actually, he was my comfort blanket almost.
1: Yeah. Um, you could act yourself around. I, I,
3: I, I, I will say a lot of people don't. I mean, I guess some people do and some don't. Um, I am, I'm very hard. I've been hurt a lot of times in my life, um, backstabbed and stuff like that. So I'm very hard on trusting people and letting people in and seeing the real me, um, Doug, I was able to be me and he accepted it 100% in love.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: And he loved it. He loved you being you. That's why he loved you. You was just you being yourself and he didn't have to, like, to be anybody else. He I know. do, I
3: talk redneck a lot and, <laughs> and a lot of people make fun of him and sometimes it's embarrassing in a because I don't even know you speak it sometimes. And it's like Doug just loved it and I don't
1: he embraced it. it he good.
3: embraced me and when I did get upset with people and I do, I he always said Evil Marie, (laughs) because when I I do, I have a mouth on me, and I tell people exactly how it is. I I do, and he loved that about me, but he, uh, as well, showed me how to do it in a better way where I don't look like I'm being, yeah, take the higher road, and let it go, and he has, he's been teaching me, instead of just blasting off on people, to take the higher road, and um, I will say that. Oops. Well, that was beautiful, wonderful. The, <laughs> the phone is right. Yeah, that was, that so was um, Doug I right there. I say that. That was my <laughs> biggest thing. Yeah, that, that was yeah. Doug. Yeah, same beautiful. I mean, I, I was. I'm very hard on myself. I know. That, that
1: did come through I know. That long at that time when you were talking about
3: you. I know. Um, he did. I mean, I was really hard on myself. I'm, I'm very I'm judgmental on myself, not really other people that much, and he would never let me.
1: That's another thing. Doug never judged anybody for nothing. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter if you – Doug would get to know you first and he'd make his own decision. Uh, he wasn't a follower. Doug was a leader. Everything he did, Doug was a leader. And, and, and you know, we, we talk about us, you know, in the community that some of us are paranormal investigators and some of us are paranormal investigators that also do television and stuff. And sometimes that can be a very competitive thing. And, you know, it was never like that with Doug with anybody. No. It was never a fighting for competition for
3: – You hear know, it US a lot. Some people or, try to say that about him. And you know what? He was like, oh, let, it go. He know, said, let yeah, it go. He always said, let it go. I don't care what they said. You know me. I know me. That's all that matters. And that is what, for the last year, I'm glad I was able to sort of get that from him. And you don't um, say
1: life is too short.
3: Yeah, we always said life is too short. Why let somebody, you know, drag you down and just, you know, move on with your life? You know, so he um, was my comfort. He was my comfort. So I'm gonna
0: miss that. Yeah, that that's exactly what I got from him. Also, I mean, I, I think I told you guys about a few of them. There, are, there are a few things when I first got into into this the paranormal community, you know, doing the events and, and things like that. When he actually talked me down from a few things, where uh, it, I think I told you guys. That, I mean, there was uh, I was thinking about legal action, all kind of things. That he said exactly what you said. You know what? Just let it go, let it be. Life is too short. Yeah. He, yep. he, he talked me down from yeah. a lot of things, and I and I, I I take that. And honestly, looking at it now, hearing both of you say that. That is so needed, not not just in twenty twenty because you know what twenty twenty is what's given us, but yeah. just just the way people are today. There's so there's so few real people, one hundred percent real people like Doug was, yeah. Yeah. and it's such a breath of fresh air to be able to not have to pretend, put on an act, and just be you, make weird yep. noises, yeah. laugh at you know whatever, talk about or talk, just do nothing. Just you know we Doug is the kind of person you could just. Like in Virginia City, at Virginia City, and there's that one place where we used to, where we were used to sit. We can just sit there, not talk about anything, and we're still having a great time because we enjoy each other's company. Yep. That's the kind of person Doug was. So definitely needed in uh, you know in this day and age with so many, like I said, fake people out there. <clears throat> so That's yeah. true. For you guys, I mean, so true. We could go on forever, but we we, we won't. We'll we'll save those for uh, future episodes. But before I let you guys go, let me <laughs> have you guys talk about um there was one that was coming up in november we'll talk about it in a second if you can but yeah you guys have one an an event coming up uh when is it in a week or a couple weeks it's going to be october talk about vulture city paracon um
1: yeah we have vulture city paracon unfortunately we had to postpone it until 2021 due to covid restrictions out here um in arizona um, we, uh, we really, uh, most of our tickets, like we, we refunded those who wanted the tickets to refunded, and the majority of our ticket sales stayed.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: so, um, we're actually hosting that next year, the first weekend of October, 2020,
3: 20, The 8th through the 10th.
1: I'm sorry. The 8th through the 10th of November or uh, no, October. October. Sorry. Wow. I'm losing <laughs> it, man. Uh, of 2021. So, uh, you can find that information at, uh, Vulture city, uh, PR.
3: some events coming up. Um, that we're doing, we just had to limit um, people due to COVID and everything, restrictions and stuff. So we do have, uh, like, we do ghost tours um, and we have one on September 25th. Um, I will say it's almost completely That's sold almost out. out. Yeah.
1: We do have an overnight lockdown on the October 9th um, at Vulture City, so you're able to actually camp out inside of the ghost towns. You have 15 acres over a dozen haunted buildings. Uh, we provide you dinner and the morning so you're able to stay the night investigate the whole night uh in the town uh those tickets are still available um i think we're about 75 percent of the way sold out with that so if you're interested in that um head on over to vulturemindtours.com um and you should be able to get the information in there yeah. for those stay details.
3: tuned um there'll be announcements um on that but there will be a memorial um celebration of life um for doug
0: yeah and you know let me know and i'll let everybody know here on the show uh, so, uh, give them the uh, you know website, social media, everywhere they can follow you guys. Also,
1: um, yeah, anyone interested in uh, the Yates uh, can find us at uh, yatesfamilyhaunting.com dot um, or our uh, our Paranormal Societies page, which is the cops c o p s crew uh, dot com. And from there, it ties in with all of our social media, YouTube, all that stuff. Jay and
3: I own have our own personal Facebook pages and everything.
1: Yeah, so you can find all that through those two websites.
0: And like always, for you guys listening, I'll link it up. Just click on their names. It'll take you to everything that they just said. So, again, both of you guys, thanks a lot. You know, love you. We'll we'll stay in touch. Thanks for doing this. And hopefully, when things get back to normal, whatever that's going to be, we'll start doing some, some live stuff again.
1: Awesome. Sounds good, Henry. You have a good one, bud.
0: Ladies
2: and gentlemen, would you please be seated? Our program is about to begin.
0: Reception continues. It does continue. We continue talking about Doug Carnahan, remembering him. Yeah, I know it's, it's a sad reason why we're talking about Doug, but as you can hear from everybody, we all have some great memories. It's it's all all laughs, all jokes, and that that definitely is what Doug was to all of us. So the next person that comes on now is also, again, like like family. Uh, we did a lot of Paracons with Doug together. We did... Uh, we might talk about it a little bit. We maybe won't give you all the details. But we'll talk about something that we did personally at my my old house. Uh, and that person, you've heard her here on the show also on Panel of Perception before. Uh, all you regulars, you, you've heard her before. That's Maria Lagana Salas. She is a psychic, a medium, and because I know her I can say this, fantastic person as well. Maria, welcome back to the show.
4: Oh, thank you, Henry. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be back and to talk to you again.
0: Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's, it's too bad that it's under these circumstances we have to talk in the past tense now about doug because he's not here with us but like i said we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep it happy because you you know how you know how doug was the the laugh the smile that that was that was doug so i'm sure he wouldn't want us to cry and be happy and just celebrate him so that's what we'll do so let's start with what i have what i've had everybody talk about how did you meet him how long did you know doug
4: Oh, um, I've known Doug since about 2007. Um, At the time I met him, I was working as the exclusive psychic medium for the Office for Paranormal Investigation and um, parapsychologist Lloyd Auerbach. And we got a call to go down to the Moss Beach Distillery um, in Moss Beach. There was a paranormal group there called NPI who had heard about the Blue Lady and they wanted to do some investigation. And um, if any of you know much about Lloyd Auerbach, you know that Lloyd – He has a lot of personal ties with the Moss Beach Distillery. He's actually the one who helped put in the um, animatronics of swinging lights and stuff that are above the bar and, you know, the lady that will come in and out of the mirror. He helped um, the bar do that after they had all of these, you know, psychics come through and talk about the blue lady. So... um, he had connections at the Moss Beach Distillery, so we went out and met with them. And while we were there, we were able to uh, connect with the Blue Lady, and you know, I got to know Doug and his team. And Doug and I just hit it off, you know, fast friends. And and we talked a lot and did a lot of investigations after that, and just you know, kind of became family.
0: From when you remember from that first meeting, what what was what was if there was, what, what was different about Doug from other paranormal researchers? I mean, you knew Lloyd, obviously, but from other paranormal researchers that you knew at the time, what was different about about Doug to you?
4: He had this love for life and, you know, this sense of humor and the biggest heart. He was one of the kindest people I ever met in my life.
0: Yeah, that's kind of the thing we're, we're getting from everybody that knew him, that that yes, there was, yeah, like he said, he was a an extreme haunt survivor. Because we've all heard his experiences, his story on there, and you would expect somebody who's gone through, you know, the the dark ones, been the extreme haunt survivor, he would be, he would have, he wouldn't be too happy. But that that wasn't Doug at all. He, he was quite the opposite. Um, and as far as his paracons go, did did you? What was the first one that you remember doing with Doug? The
4: first paracon I ever did with Doug was the Virginia City paracon few years ago I think it was like 2013 was the first paracron I did with him at Virginia City and it was a lot of fun because I investigated with him and the Washoe Millionaire Club we were able to go up onto the the third floor you know which they don't give people access to and um, so we actually got some really good evidence and we're, were able to communicate with the cowboy that was up there And so, you know, Doug Doug had it, of course, you know, Doug with his big personality had like a confrontation with the cowboy, (laughs) So, you know, and uh, I I had to calm him down, but uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. And, and, you know, I had, um, I guess we were staying at the St. Mary's, you know, over there in Virginia city. And I'll never forget because um, this was, I, I, up until my time I was supposed to talk, I didn't know what I was going to talk about. And so my husband kept saying, well, what are you going to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, you're supposed to give up and give the speech. What are you going to talk about? I said, like, I-, I don't know. You know, I'm a, I'm a psychic medium who never charged for her readings. I would just, you know, I just wanted to help people. So he goes, well, talk about that. I said, okay. And Doug says, hey. He says, the next speaker, let me tell you, she loves to hear herself talk, so I'm going to have to cut her off right at 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> he goes, and she'll probably drop the F-bomb a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, Maria lugana <laughs> So, yeah so that was my first introduction with Doug. And um, I'll never forget I, I I told myself I wasn't going to do a gallery reading, but when I was there and I was talking, um, a couple of people were there when we were working with the cowboy up in um, you know in the Washoe. And so after the I did one little gallery reading for somebody, and I was sitting in the hallway after I was done talking, and this lady came up to me and was asking me some you know something about one of her loved ones that was with her, and I was talking, and Doug came up and he tapped me on the shoulder and he says, "Hey, I said, yeah. He goes, I have a room for you. And I said, Dougie, why do you have a room for me? And he goes, for all your readings. I go, all my readings. What are you talking about? He goes, take a look. And I looked up and people had lined up to talk to me and they lined up all the way down the hall. And they went all the way up the stairs, like two, two flights to <laughs> the stairs. <up> the <laughs> and he's like, I got a room for you. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So, you know, I, I did like eight hours of free readings for people and I was just completely exhausted. Doug goes, Maria from now on. Yes, Dougie. If you come to my paracons, yes, you're charging, or you don't come at all. I go, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> that, that sounds like Doug. Um, the, you don't have to give yeah. all. You don't have to give all the details if you did. But did he ever talk to you or ask you for any help or advice with whatever the dark entity, whatever was around him?
4: Yeah. He did. And, um, we did some, some work together and some energy work together, but this thing that's with him just, you know, it didn't, it definitely came from one of his investigations and it it was not leaving. And, you know, I, I, know that was the problem that he had still had was that this thing was connected to him now. And so the only thing we could do was try to lighten some of the energy, you know, because it was still there and, and he continued to work and, and, try to remove this thing and he, he'd talked to father David Deerfeeder and you know a bunch of others and I don't don't know if he was ever able to fully get rid of this thing that was attached to him or not
0: so, so what what happened when someone has something like that an attachment what happens when they pass away like like what happened with Doug now does it does it follow him or what how does that work
4: you know I'm not sure because I've never I've never run into that situation I've never asked about it I mean you know, I don't even know where to begin. I don't know if this thing, I, I wouldn't think that this thing would cross over with him. I would think that it would probably release and go someplace else to try to hunt somebody else, try to get somebody else's energy.
0: Hopefully not, but it wouldn't go after his, his family, would it?
4: I don't think so. I don't think so. This, this thing was attached to Doug himself and I don't think it had, you know, anything, of, anything other than, you know,
0: enjoying torturing doug yeah i mean he's he's told the story a few times before not not in all the details but you know this is the reason why he he kept his kids away from from this and especially when they were really young because he he didn't want anything getting attached to them so yeah exactly looks like he did the right thing back, back then even though it hurt him yeah but he was doing the right thing
4: it, exactly right, and I, I think you know this thing. I I really feel like it would never attach itself to his his family. Yeah, so, and hopefully now it's just gone. You know, yeah. And I just you know.
0: Well, I mean, the the I guess scary or sad part, however you want to see it, is like you said that it's probably looking if it hasn't already looking for the next victim. We'll see.
4: Yeah, that's that's true. That's true, and I i you know, you, how do you stop something like that? I mean, there's, there's good forces in this world and there's bad forces in this world. And unfortunately, you know, some forces you just can't reckon with and you can't stop. And all you can do is just hope that they pass on or move on or do something. So, yes, you know, basically. and luckily in, in my, my role as a psychic medium, I've only run into a couple of negative spirits like that and and one of them was Doug's.
0: yeah yeah i mean it, it's especially hard i was going to say when 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 you can't see it i mean it's it's easy when you can avoid the danger you know like it's it's raining don't maybe you, should, you shouldn't drive so fast but when you can't see it coming there's no way to do anything about it
4: exactly exactly and that's the scary part about you know attachments and possessions is you're 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 vulnerable you're vulnerable because you can't see your attacker you can't you know, you can't predict it's coming. You know, it just happens and it hits you. I mean if it was something like, you know, you knew somebody was coming or you could see them coming and you could prepare for it. There's there's no way to prepare for something like that.
0: Yeah. So let's 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 get to the fun part now. Um, as many as you have, whichever ones you want to share you can. Share some of your favorite Doug Carnahan memories, whether it's funny, your paracons, personal Whatever it is, share share some of those with us. Um, You
4: know, one of my, one of my, um, when I was with MPI, I was Brian, you know, and Charlie and and Doug and, you know, my house, we've talked about this before, Henry, but my house that I live in um, is a craftsman style home from 1917 and it's definitely haunted. And I was talking to Doug one day and I said, Doug, you know, I would really like the team to come and do an overnight investigation in my house. And he said, okay. He goes, but there's, there won't be any wine or no drinking. And I said, okay. You know, cause I, I love my wine. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I love my wine. So he said, we're not going to drink anything or do anything until after the investigation. So we said, okay, no problem. Right. So, you know, Charlie, Charlie comes in and Brian comes in and Vivian's in, you know, and everybody comes in and, and Doug comes in, he goes into my, my family room and he starts setting up, you know, his computer and stuff like that. And, and he comes he bring we get pizza and everything and you know he comes in with like a six pack of beer and he's like, Okay, now everybody can just have one. We're not gonna drink during the investigation. So we said, Okay, Doug, no problem. So we sit up and and you know, the girls are, were talking and I said, You know, I, I have a bottle of wine. Is it okay if maybe we just open one bottle of wine? And Doug says, What kind of wine you got? And I said, Well, <laughs> I have a red and I have Chardonnay, Doug. And he's like, I'll take some Chardonnay And I said I said, Okay, so, you know, we sat down and I put the bottle in front of him and I was joking and go, here you go. And I gave him a glass and, you know, he came back and the bottle was gone and Doug was sitting <laughs> there in front of his computer. And I said, Doug, I thought we weren't going to drink. He goes, oh, that's okay. He goes, I'm, I'm, I'm just monitoring. You guys go do your investigation. I'm good. <laughs> so, so he said, okay, you know, and, you know, he had his, his bottle of Chardonnay and, you know, we, we did our investigation and we come back like at three in the morning and Doug is passed out sitting up, you know, sleeping on the couch, <laughs> 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 you know, from the Chardonnay. And in the morning we woke up and he said, I told people we weren't going to drink. And I said, I know, but, you know, it's me. He's like, yeah. He says, "He says, you Italians and your wine. I said, I know, Doug, I'm sorry. So That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite memories I've done.
0: Yeah. Like, like I said, we, we have- Doug,
3: Doug knew how to have fun.
0: Oh yeah, we had a lot of them, uh, and then, and I don't know if you, you've heard it before, but, but a, uh, a year ago at Virginia City Paracon, we I actually did a, um, an interview, recorded an interview there with him and Christine, his daughter, which I've, I've it's actually out there now, on, not on this show, but on the Geek Speak show, so you guys will go listen to that one. It's very, back then, a year ago, it was very touching, now, after the fact, now that Doug's no longer with us, even more, hearing them talk about it about that because like like i said a minute ago he was very protective of his kids especially now that they're older christine especially she started getting to the paranormal now so now uh, she said it i asked her there do you want to continue the carnahan name uh, little did we know what was going to happen a year later but do, does she want to continue she actually said yes she would like to um have you mm-hmm. yeah. have you ever have you ever talked to christine about maybe about the paranormal or anything like that or has it just been all all dug or everything.
4: I, I, it's been a lot of Doug, um, you know, because he, he tends to keep his family, you know, very private and things like that. And and the couple of times that I've talked to Christine, it's been other things besides paranormal. We we we've, we've talked at you know the Paracons, but it's been on another level, you know, not not paranormal stuff. But I'm I'm glad to hear that she wants to continue the paranormal stuff. I'm very excited for that. And um, you know, I, I know I'm. I know she she really loved her dad, and she wants to keep his legacy going. And
0: you know, God bless her for that. Yeah, Like we all did. I mean, with her, obviously, for for more more reasons, and she loved her more than any of us did. Um, so so there you go. Absolutely, there, there are some uh, some of our your memories of of Doug Carnahan. A lot of fun as, as everybody. If you guys never got to meet Doug, you can you should feel sad because you missed out on knowing a fantastic, great, bigger than Maria's right, bigger than life personality. A lot of fun and definitely knew his his paranormal so so for oh, uh, definitely for you maria you're not you're not actively doing any readings or anything now are you
3: um
4: well i'm i've done a few remote readings with people um but as far as actual meeting with clients and stuff of course COVID 19 makes it really hard um and because i do have a you know a six-year-old daughter at home and Plus my daytime work schedule, it's been really hard to go actually out and meet with clients, which is the reason why I didn't come to the last Paracon in Virginia City. Um, because, you know, my work schedule, I just, I, my days off are Thursdays and Fridays, so I, I really couldn't um, get out there. And I'm, I'm really sad that I didn't get to because I, I really didn't get to see Doug again. And, you know, I'm, that that's something that will probably haunt me for a long time.
0: Yeah, but he he understood. He knew. He, you know Doug. He, he, he did. He wasn't mad or anything. He did. Um, but No, you...
4: he did. And, and, you know, Doug and I used to talk a lot, you know, and, and we we used to talk about, you know, death and all this stuff. And he told me, he said, don't worry. He says, he says if I ever die, he says, one day I'm going to come back and haunt your ass. He goes, you're not getting rid <laughs> of me that easy. I said, okay, Doug. <laughs> I was like, you know, that's that's just Doug. I mean, his personality and his sense of humor was just so amazing. and. You know, I, I I I can't say enough. I, and a lot of people don't know that he was also doing the haunted jailhouse,
0: mm-hmm.
4: um, and haunted courthouse yeah. in, um, in where was it, Volcano? Uh,
0: no, in Jackson. Jackson, yeah.
4: In Jackson, and, and I was supposed to help him with all of the makeup. And again, with my work schedule, I wasn't able to. But um, the last Paracon that we did in Jackson, um, I did a zombie makeup. He said, you're bringing all your makeup. and i said okay so i got there and my band was setting up and he pulled me aside i said hey hey what about my zombie makeup he says make it look really gory i said okay so i did all the zombie makeup and you know he was walking around he was all happy with it so that was a lot of fun and doug doug loved halloween that was his
0: you know yeah yeah it's if it wasn't hard enough already 20, uh, 2020 Halloween it's going to be even harder knowing that Doug's not going to be there to enjoy it this time around at least not physically it's definitely going to be make make it a different difficult
4: uh, season
0: yeah well because I mean you know. I've been I mean, it's just... I've been kind of joking about it with everybody but you know doing what we do especially someone like you who is a psychic medium it, He said it jokingly, but I'm sure he'll find a way to contact you, and contact us somehow and say, hey, I'm here. I'm fine. You know, love you guys. You guys keep doing what you're doing. I'm sure he'll find a way to contact us from the other side.
4: I'm I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. And, you know, I'm sure he's probably going to reach out to his daughter first. Yeah. You know,
0: if he hasn't already. Yeah, definitely.
4: Make sure if he hasn't already to make sure she's okay. you know, because that's that's Doug. He was all about his family. And making sure that they were safe and okay and you know it's just it's it's disheartening because you you know not only was Doug a colleague you know he was like family to me and um, you know it's it's just it's a huge loss it's a huge loss
0: yeah definitely like, like I keep telling everybody that that's that's what I'll miss the most at the Paracons. Paracons are fun they, like you used to say it's a family reunion it really is at this point the more you go to them the more you start seeing the same people but it's going to be hard not hearing Doug because, he, you know, not hearing that big laugh of his, that smile, seeing him getting the, the big bear hugs. It's going to be hard not not experiencing that anymore.
4: Right. Exactly. So. Exactly. And, and, you know, you just, you, I guess, you know, we take for granted the people around us and our loved ones and our friends. And, and you know, we really do take them for granted until they're not here anymore. And, you know, we had that scare with Doug last year. And, you know, I was talking to him and he says, look, he says, I'm tougher than that. He says, it's just not my time yet. I'm not ready to go. I have too much to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what he told me to. You
4: know. Yeah. So it just, it, it hits really hard.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully he did get whatever he had to do. He, he got it done uh, before he, he went to the other side. Uh, I I think if he ever does contact us, I think I, I want to ask him what I, for some reason, nobody ever asked when when we when when I've been at say and, and and people get contacted by family members or just somebody comes comes through, nobody ever asks what's on the other side. It's always, "Are you okay? How are you doing? Did you want this?" Nobody ever asks what, what's over there. Can you tell me what's over there? I always find it funny how nobody asked that. So maybe I'll ask Doug that if if he does contact us.
4: If he'll tell you, that'll be great. <laughs> it, you know, I I mean that, that's a question that I actually have asked um before when I've talked to spirits and I've always gotten the same answer. You'll know when it's your time to cross is what I've been told. And and I don't get any other answers than that. And I, I find it kind of, you know, frustrating. So yes. maybe if, if Doug ever does come through, you know, he can really let us know.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. So uh, again, uh, if you want to give out, you know, Facebook uh, websites, anything that you have where anybody can follow you or everything you do, go ahead and give that out now.
4: Well, I do have a Psychic Medium page. It's it's uh, Psychic Medium Maria Lagana Salas, spelled like sales, S-A-L-E-S. You can go ahead and add yourself there, and I do post videos and updates. Um, I haven't done much on it lately because of, like I said, my work schedule, but I'm going to start uh, picking it up again. Um, and uh, we are hoping that, uh, you know, just to throw it out there, you know, Christine Carnahan has a GoFundMe page, so if, if anybody's so inclined, um, she has a, a GoFundMe page. And, Henry, if you could put up the information for your listeners, that would be so appreciated.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have it up there on the website. That, that I've been pointing them out to that. So, yeah, it's there. They know. Um, okay, perfect. Yeah, so thanks for saying that, actually. And, and again, thank, thanks, Maria. You know, it, it's, it's not going to be the same, but looking forward to – I know 2020 has been a weird year, but looking forward to when we can go out there and have these – Family reunions, as Doug used to call them, and, and and have fun out there with with without doug we'll we'll pour one for him and leave it there, and you know we'll we'll send one up to you, uh, one for one for Doug for sure
4: sounds like sounds like a plan to me i'm I'm looking forward to that, Henry, and you know I just all those people out there that love Doug and knew Doug and you know to Marie yates and you know christine, uh, you know i i I'm, I'm so sorry because you 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 know you're losing a family member you're losing someone who's like a father and you know i know we all have our our personal you know experiences with doug and stuff but i i just i wanted to reach out and send them my condolences as well
0: yeah and they they know it Uh, trust me on that so so again you know my best to you to tony to to bella to everybody to your whole family everybody out there and like i said hopefully when things get normal we'll be together again
4: I'm looking forward to it. I, I talk to Michelle from time to time and I tell her we still need to get together. Yeah. So we'll we'll make it happen. You know, it'd be it would be nice just to, you know, get together and do something just for Doug. Would okay. be amazing.
0: Yeah. Thanks a lot, Maria.
4: Of course, Henry. Thank you so much for having me today. I appreciate it.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, would you please be seated? Our program is about to
1: begin.
0: Perception continues. And we do continue actually wrapping up the uh, part two of the memorial uh, episode for Doug Carnahan, my good friend, family uh, member, Doug Carnahan. We keep saying that. You guys keep hearing that with everybody that's come on. We're a family. We're a family. We really are. We really were like a one one big happy family. And this final guest that I'm going to have on she can definitely say that because she really was family. That's Christine Carnahan. You heard her a year ago. If you guys remember, we recorded, the three of us recorded an interview at Virginia City Paracon. And here she is again talking about her dad, Christine. Welcome to the show.
2: Hi, thank you for yeah. having
0: me. Thanks for coming on. I mean, I, I know obviously you're going through a very rough time, but thanks a lot for taking some time and, and coming on and talking, talking about your dad. Now, I will tell you, We have been doing. uh, We've been laughing a lot because you know how your dad was. So yes, it's a sad event. He's not going to be with us anymore. But we're keeping his memory alive by laughing, remembering all the fun times, all the good things we had. So with you, I'm not going to ask you what I asked everybody. How long have you known him? All your life, obviously. So (laughs) for you, what? Let's start with what. How will you remember your dad? Not 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 the paranormal person, not not the T V guy, the radio guy. Just how how are you going to remember Doug Carnahan, your dad?
3: Um, well,
2: basically, um, I don't know, like decorating his house, um, just being just cooking dinner with him, um every you know, um just normal things decorating Christmas trees, you know, uh, just just Every day, I mean, everyday life. I guess doing his laundry, even I mean, just everything, <laughs> normal stuff, <laughs> doing dishes for him, cleaning his gutters, you know, every just, I don't know, just everything, really.
0: Yeah, and and I mean, he he meant he. We talked about it a little bit a year ago how and and he's he's told the story on uh, every time he's been on the show before how the when the paranormal stuff came into his life because he didn't he didn't ask for it he didn't go looking for it it came looking for him. But when that happened, he put you guys, his kids, away because he wanted to protect you guys. When when was, when was it when you finally found out about the paranormal and that side of that side of your dad? Um, let's see. I think I was uh
2: like thirty. I think it was like thirty two. When um, maybe it was even maybe I was even older. Maybe maybe about 33 or something, maybe 34. But, um, basically when he moved to, uh, Sonora, um, and I, that's when I first started going to, uh, all the pair, like the Virginia city and. Paracons for the first time with him and learning how, he, what he did, like what, what he did and how, I guess how famous he was. <laughs> I laughed at him. He's like, no, Christine, the people, they actually like me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, dad, sure. <laughs> like, you got to show me this, you know, but. <laughs> and he's like, no, I really have friends, you know, but uh, that's, I mean, that's, and, and it was great just because he's happy. I mean, it, it makes him happy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm hearing that that, that laugh. You know, the laugh. Yeah. I was, I'm hearing it right now as, as you're saying that. I see the big smile. <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean, before that, did did you ever suspect. Uh, that it was anything paranormal. That's why he was what he was trying to protect. Did you ever suspect anything of that, or, or you just had no idea why?
2: No, I just I didn't know. I just didn't know why at all. Like, I had no. Yeah, I didn't because paranormal back then was not even anything. That was like I guess back then it put you in the mental hospital almost. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think so. I think that like we didn't really even even go there. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and. and- what do you remember from the was it was Virginia City? What, what was the first paracon you went to? And what do you remember from that one?
2: Um actually, you know what? It was um I just remember it was an investigation that we did um in Jackson at there was this print shop. And it was I think it was called the Jackson uh mine and uh it was the Jackson oh or the Amador mine. Oh, don't quote me on it. <laughs> but um we we uh a couple of our friends, we went and, um, and investigated it that night, like, with all the gadgets. And, and I was just, like, overwhelmed. I was just like, wow, what is happening? Like, is that what that means? You know, like, when the K2 was going off. And um, I learned a lot. And he was using, like, the the rods. Um, and he hid an – this is what got me. He hid an object, or we hid an object in the room. And he, my dad was downstairs. And there's no way that he knew what we hid or where we hid it. And then he came back up and with the rods found what we hid and where. (laughs) And I was just like amazed because there was no way for him to know that.
0: Yeah, we used to do that. We used to do that on camera a few times. We used to call it the hide and seek game.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I was just amazed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did we? Did were you? Did you have any interest in the paranormal before your dad told you about it, or, or was that the, your first exposure to the paranormal?
2: Um, I've watched you know ghost like Ghost Adventures and um and stuff before like the shows um and you know freaked myself out and <laughs> <laughs> um I, I actually have had experiences like when I was younger you know um like of things like my door all of a sudden better door all of a sudden like coming open and it was locked and you know i have had experiences where i've seen that i've seen like people and i walk around like a person and i walk around like the corner and then nothing's there um so i mean a like here and there but never never tried to investigate it i just always knew don't mess with ouija boards <laughs> my dad always told me
0: yeah don't mess didn't.
2: with ouija boards <laughs> that's what he told me
0: well, yeah, okay. not, not so. too many. Yeah, not too many people want to. Anyway, I, I know I I didn't. So yeah, he used to tell me that all the time. Um, what was that saying? He had the uh, when in when something about run the hell away. Do you remember what he used to say? I don't. Yeah, he used to tell me something some, when in doubt or something like that. Run, run. Uh, I forget what it was, but he used to tell me. Oh, when in
2: doubt, when, oh, when in doubt, just run the other way.
0: Something. Yeah, when something in doubt, like that. Run the other way. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But he, he used to tell me that to stay away from Ouija boards. In there, he never trusted those either. Uh, but for for you, like when when you started doing things, uh, going on investigations, all, all all of that, what what was what was the biggest thing you you learned about the paranormal world? Not what you saw on TV, but, but about the real paranormal world from from your dad. Um. Well. Well, he taught me. Um. I don't.
2: I don't really know how to answer that. But you know, honestly, um. He he just showed me, I guess the tools and stuff. But but let me think. I don't. He just I just watched what he did, you know. Like I don't know. And then, are you meaning like with um, like I don't know. Like did he teach me or did he like tell me to stay away from certain things or?
0: No, just just things that you know, like you see, you would see on uh, on ghost adventures, like they're doing this or that, or everything is demonic or or whatever. Is, is there anything that he told you that no, not everything's not demonic or e- everything's not this? Or- oh
2: yeah. So he asked. So I what I asked him was, Dad, what makes a person? What makes it? What makes one um a spirit here, like one person be stuck here and another person not? And he said, Well i think it's basically based on religion this is just like his own personal thing but i mean it made sense to me so i went you know went with it but that they just it's like they feel like they're not they have guilt and they're not going to go go up so they don't want to go down so they're just going to stay where they're at and so because of their religion you know and their beliefs so i just think that that right there made sense to me and so whenever we would see he knew he, like there are all kinds of different ones he explained to me you know there's there really are like kind of like gnomes or um obviously they don't look like how we perceive You know how they make them look yeah. like but um but never say an orb around my dad i know that 100 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> percent. don't say the orb
3: <laughs> yeah dad,
2: it's an orb oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> but well, i know that if i hear anyone say that i'm like don't say that don't say that you know but, um, and, and he just said, you know, you have to be careful no matter what, like, just always like, like he wouldn't let my son come because, you know, he felt like he was too, you know, too young. Um, he was always protective of me too. You know, he just wanted to make sure that, um, that nothing got, you know, got me or got like attached to me or, or anything like that. But he just always said, be cautious, you know? It's fun and it's exciting. And it's like adrenaline rush, but but always be cautious. Yeah, he had, it's not what they it's not what they see, you know, or seem sometimes.
0: He 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 mentioned that actually a few times on on the show, and he used to tell me when we, when we would talk privately. He, he used to tell me that that from the very beginning, uh, I think it was because of of you guys, of his kids, because you guys were literally kids back then when he got his first experience. But he <clears throat> yeah. he wanted to help families because he always said. If it was happened- if that kind of stuff was happening to him then it must be happening to families and to him, the worst thing was if it was happening to families with kids so that's why I always made it the point to help families going through that stuff with with, with kids so probably came Absolutely, from from yeah. you guys yeah so so let me have you talk about uh, uh, if you remember uh, um uh if um the we'll call it behind the curtain. We, we know the Virginia City Paracons. We know the other Paracons that he put together. But Virginia City was one of the most well-known Paracons, still is, out there. But I, I don't. everybody has a great time, enjoys it, l- listen to the speakers, saying hi to Doug. It's a family reunion. But they don't know what goes behind the scenes planning the thing. We don't just do it a couple of well, We Doug doesn't just put it together a couple of days <laughs> before we put it on. It, it, it's almost a year-long thing for him. So talk about what you Absolutely. remember. Yeah, talk about yeah. that one. He's
2: already starting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: <laughs> sorry. Now, no. he's already starting, like ahead, of, like, uh, like as soon as it's over, he's already planning for the next one for the next year. So I'm um, honestly, um, when I was going through his stuff, um, I found like his notes and his um, like call lists and 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 all that for for next year, for this you know, for the what would be next year's Paracon already. So it, it goes in and I mean, he puts, you know, details into, you know, the cards and um, the lanyards. And I mean, he's doing it all. That's, that's what he does. really.
3: Yeah. It's
2: like, he sits in his office and he prints that stuff out and he cuts it. And he, you know what I mean? Like that's what he does, you know, but he, and he loved it and he enjoyed it and, you know, he loved the outcome of it, but yes, he, he put a lot of work into it. I mean, that's, that's what he did.
0: Yeah. All the it, time. <laughs> yeah. And then and, and, so,
2: and he, throwed, he always would throw out, throw out like ideas. He's like, what do you think about this, Christine? And what if he did this? And I'm going to try to get this person to come next year. And, you know, as a guest speaker and, um, I'm going to see what they, you know, what, if they can make it out here. And I mean, my dad had so many like good ideas and just wanted to, you know, but some of them, you know, didn't pan out. And, or whatever, but he didn't, he never got, he just kept going, you know, with, okay, we'll do this, we'll try this, and so I love that about him, like, he just didn't give up, you know, it's like,
0: he just kept going. Yeah, me too, I, I love that about him also, he used to call me when, you know, once I got to know him, he, could, he used to call me, and, and the exact same thing, he's like, hey, I got an idea, let me tell you about this, or how about this guy, What do Well, what do you think of this person, have you yeah. ever heard of him? And and yeah, you're right, if it, yep. if it didn't work out, it never stopped him, he's like, all right, whatever, we'll go on to the next thing. That's what I loved about. It wasn't, yeah. <laughs> wasn't meant to be. Yeah. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. He, he was very good about that.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the the next thing moving
2: is, on, he'd say.
0: <laughs> yeah. The the next thing is is if it's too soon, no, just go ahead and say too soon. But I'm sure a lot of people, the, the family, because it was like a family reunion, they're probably wondering like, are those going to continue? What's going to happen with Virginia City? I mean, have you even um I'm, I'm have you even thought about that?
2: Um. Yeah, I I mean, of course I thought. Yeah, absolutely, especially because um of the Slaughterhouse was is next month, was supposed to be next month and um and I love and I love the Slaughterhouse. One that to me is like it's wow, it's amazing. <laughs> but um I would have loved to do it. Uh, but right now I just I I just absolutely can't, but I do, I mean, in the future, I I would love to do that and carry it on and um I'm, I'm telling everybody ahead of time um if and when i do um, it's not going to be as perfect as my dad's how he um how he had his or how he did everything for his but um
0: <laughs> well you know it'll what? be
2: his daughter's version <laughs> well
0: no I'll, I'll, i'm gonna I do, say you
2: want to i really do
0: I'm gonna speak for everybody else, I and I'm gonna to tell to. you uh-huh. it will be because it does. It doesn't have to be as perfect uh, uh, or whatever you think perfect is. As long as we do it and we're yeah. all there, that's what's gonna make it perfect.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: So very yeah. true. And, and and no, yeah,
2: because then we're at, we're back at our family reunion again. You know, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Like, and, and I will say because you know, I need
2: those. Two. I need you guys, like all of you guys, still in my life. Like honestly, everyone is like reaching out or whatever is making me so much it makes it a lot easier so I feel like I'm not alone
1: you yeah. know
2: and and feeling and feeling the loss because nobody around me lost their dad except for you know I mean I only I did around you know who I'm around every day and a lot of people didn't know my dad and except you know except for in the paranormal and his paranormal family and so when I read the post and I watch the videos and I look at the pictures and it's like when I hear his, like his laugh and his woot and his, you know, his, <laughs> yeah, I uh, just, I just, you know, it makes it makes me smile and cry at the same time. And to me, that's like a really, it's a good feeling. It's a really good feeling because I wouldn't, I don't know what I would do really without everybody reaching out and and donating. And I honestly, I don't know, I would just feel so alone and just, I don't yeah. know. But everyone helps. It's helping me a lot. I can't even say enough like how much even if they haven't even talked to me or anything it's just posting anything about my dad I read it know that I read it <laughs> and um, it it makes me happy well, sad but happy yeah
0: <laughs> hon- honestly it's because your dad was the same way I mean he he would do whatever he could when you when you had a friend in Doug you had a friend for life he used to say that to everybody like oh you're stuck with me forever and, and it's true he re- he was being funny but it is true he would be have your back for anything whether it's advice or anything anything that you wanted he would always be there so yeah we are we are more than happy to return to favor maybe it's not he's not here anymore but to what's left you you and you know you're the legacy you're you're what's left behind you're the Carnahan that's left behind so yeah definitely we we right. we love them. We love you, and yeah, we're, d- don't feel alone. And, and feel free to you know respond to everybody. Reach out to us, the the ones that you do know, and we'll, we'll do everything we can to help me- help make the uh, the paracons anything or even like a, like I told you uh, a week ago when when your dad passed away. If you just need someone to talk to, you can call me. I'm here. I'll listen.
2: Thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That means a lot. Yeah. So, but, so- um,
2: you know I'm like my dad in the sense of I don't. <laughs> Like how he does, you know, oh, I'm fine. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: How we always, you didn't want to burden anybody, you know. Um, I don't want to make anyone else cry either, you know. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think people need to get it out anyways, like the tears, you know. And tears are toxic anyways. And so from what I, what I believe, you know, they're toxic. So just get them out. And, you know, it makes you feel better. I guess. It makes me feel better when I cry.
0: Yeah. And, I you know speaking of that I will say, here I I can't speak for you because I told you I would help you in you know anyway anyway you need uh the, we we will do a memorial just not sure when where uh I would say give, yeah give Christine and the family some time seriously because yes we all love Doug we love him but it's 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 Christine's dad I mean you got you gotta understand that and I too. know
2: and I know that everybody loved, like and I know believe me I know everybody loves him like yeah. I know 100% just know that and and know that he loved you back, you know? Oh, yeah. They, but, um, I'm just having a really hard time. I haven't dealt with a death like this. And, you know, I just, it's really hard, you know? It's my dad.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll speak. But yeah,
2: in time, like, I really know. I really, yes, absolutely. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, people. Okay. <laughs> I promise you, like, it's going to happen because I need that. I just don't, I just don't need it right this moment. Like, it's kind of like I'm dreading it because it's like, a final, not final, but it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, I'm not ready for that right now. Like I don't even have him home yet with me yet. So, um, yeah, I still have to go back to Arizona. Um, so, you know, I feel like I, I just want to be able to have him here and then to be able to be there, you know? So, yeah, I just, it's going to happen. I promise. <laughs> Yeah, I we'll, promise it
0: will. we'll let you guys know when when that will be, because I'm sure everybody was going to want to go. So we'll, we'll let you guys know when when that's going to happen. So, yeah, thank you. Again, you know, those are some things some memories from uh, from your dad. And, and and Christina, I hope, you know, seriously that you see it in, you know, through social media, people reaching out for through through us, through, you know, the Yates, myself, everyone that's, that's reached out to you. How much your dad really meant to us also. And yeah, you're you're not alone. Don't ever feel alone because, yeah, your family's there. But now that you also have a second family in us and the paranormal family, people that did things with your dad, we 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 see you as that
2: know, yeah, that knew my dad, you know, that yeah. knew knew him, yeah, it made him happy and and um and that's yeah, I love hearing the stories. Honestly, I really love hearing the stories and because it it just makes me feel closer to him, really. Even though I might cry, I like it, it makes me happy. <laughs> it's happy tears.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and as long as we remember him, he's he'll never be gone.
2: Right, exactly, and I will, and I know that he he won't be gone. Not too many people that to remember him, which yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for.
0: Yeah. So, again, there you go. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to let you have the last word. So, I, I know a lot of the, a lot of the people that we see at the Paracons, I know they listen to this show, so speak to them directly go ahead get thank him get him get a message whatever you want to tell them go ahead and tell them now i know i know a lot of them listen to the show
2: i just you know when i had to announce that that was like the hardest thing that ever i really ever have had to post on facebook and it was like oh my gosh i don't even you know but instantly instantly it was like an outpour of oh my gosh i'm sorry and Condolences, and you know they loved him and and as, all of a sudden it was like everybody was hurting you know for him and and I just really appreciate everybody's like being there for my dad making him happy you know being his friend and um just being there and also supporting me and um just, there's not enough words to even describe like how how grateful I am for the paranormal, like, the paranormal family. Like, my dad has, um, has, it's, like, in perfect timing, I guess. He, he knew I needed all of you to, um, to be able to, to, like, move on, I guess. Even, even later, whether he knew, you know, if it was, not till he was older, but, um, so my dad, basically, like, you guys are all my, like, are my gifts from my dad. For support, and um, so I'm so grateful for for everything, um, for everything that everyone said, posted, donated, everything. And um, at the memorial, you know, I want to be able to, you know, see you and and thank you for that, you know. So, but thank you. And uh, my dad knows what my dad knows. He's here. He's watching. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, we'll oh. we'll definitely do something. We'll all be there, and and I I never I've said it many times. That I never told you. I'll tell you now here in front of everybody. I I always considered him like a like a second dad. I never told him, but I think he knew that. The the Yates, Jay Marie, they told me that. He, yeah, he, he knew that. He, he knew you felt that way about him. So I guess I could see you as a little sister because I'm older than than you. <laughs> so, so yeah, right. Don't, don't be really don't you're, you're not alone trust me we, we're we all hurting we, we you know we, we can't do it right now because of you know COVID and and we're not all together but know that we're all giving you virtual hugs we're to you the family we're all, we're all there with you
2: yeah I can't wait like I got I actually got a hug from um from Jay the other when I was at my dad's house and uh packing up and stuff and um it was like you know what I mean it was like hugging my dad you know it, I needed that yeah. I needed that hug you know so i hope i get hugs from everybody at
0: the memorial oh yeah you you'll have more than enough back then so so again (laughs) it's christine carnahan doug's daughter uh we you you'll probably hear from her again uh, on this show and then again when we do when we finally do the memorial we'll let you guys know when because i i know you all want to go and but again seriously i ask we ask for your understanding know that you know christine and the family they need to go through their process mourning process also so let them go through that and when they're ready we'll let you know and we'll not cry we'll celebrate doug's life because i know he he would have liked that he loved the party so we'll definitely we'll definitely do that yep. when the time is ready <laughs> absolutely so christine thanks for coming on thanks for taking the time yeah you know, you, again you know how much we love you guys and, and your dad and you and then if you need anything you know you have my number you can always call me and stay safe stay well and we will talk to you soon
2: all right, and
4: thank you so much for having me on and talking to me. Thank you so, so
0: much. It means a lot. Get more information on the guests and listen to past episodes at paranormalperception.show. Follow the show on Instagram, Paranormal Perception 2, and on Twitter, Paraperception 1. To be a guest on the show, send an email to henry at paranormalperception.show. Paranormal Perception was conjured by the audio wizards at 22 Creations Multimedia, LLC. Paranormal Perception